Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 119 Woo. I know, right? of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, uh, I am Sean Hood. That over there is Dave Taylor. Hello, everybody. And we are here on FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast uh, to talk to you about, well, wrestling. Uh, lots of ways you can interact with us. We get this out of the way first. FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, ESPR. Then click that link right there. It takes you right to our most recent episode, which will be... You know, this one that you're listening to. And uh, that'll link you to our SoundCloud. And you can find us on SoundCloud as well as most of your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling. Do us a favor. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. And we want to hear from you guys. So please, please get in touch with us. Facebook.com slash ESPR99. On the Twitter at ESPR99. And email us, ESPR at FM99.com. We want to hear. We're going to go over two things today. We're going to talk about Hell in a Cell. And we're going to talk about Premiere Week from last week. All the shows that... Premiered, I guess. Yeah. And, New uh, season. We'll, we'll talk about that, and uh, we want to get your thoughts on those, so make sure you send them on over to us so we can go over them and uh, dive into them next week. But for right now, let's do it, Dave. Let's close the door on the cell and dive into hell in a cell. Ooh, I liked it. That was very good. Thank you. I tried. All right. Uh, pre-show, who cares? Uh, Natalia beat uh, Lacey <laughs> Evans. All right. Okay. And then knocked her out after the match because, yeah. sure. Yeah. Last one makes standing match tonight raw. All right. So, uh, Becky Lynch defeated Sasha Banks in the opener. So, I'm going to say this now. Show peaked early. Yes, it did. Uh, maybe match of the year. Definitely. Yes, it's absolutely up there. It's absolutely up there probably for the match woman's, of the year. Probably women's match of the year. The false finishes. The holy crap. I can't believe they did that spots. Unreal. Amazing! It was a it was a fantastic match. They paced it well. The intensity was there. They were creative. I, I will say this because this is usually my issue with big spots in matches, and they had a lot of them. But the pacing, like you said, was was unreal because they weren't laying around for five minutes, you know, trying to recover. I mean, they went twenty minutes, bell the bell, pretty freaking hardcore. Yeah, because sometimes you know in those matches where you're like, okay, you can get up. You know, it's not the worst thing happening, and then you do this. Um, Favorite spot for me, which is I think when uh, Sasha was in the chair and Becky did the drop kick. That- it was she was in the chair on the kendo sticks <laughs> yeah. up in the air. Like that was ridiculous. Like yeah, that was a pretty that was the holy crap chain or holy s chain or whatever yeah. it was. But no, I'm with you. That was uh, that was impressive. Um, Becky is obviously the star. Did the right person win? I mean, it's hard to say. Uh, Becky, the crowd still loves Becky, yeah. so it, it makes sense to I guess keep her hot. But at the same time. I feel like Sasha coming back. What does she do now? Like, did, like it kind of seemed like she was going to come back and take over the division. Yeah, and it was going to put her in a long feud with Becky back and you know back and forth a little bit, kind of Rock Austin or Rock Triple H or you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and it just didn't happen that way, which is kind of a bummer. I I, I kind of wanted Sasha to win, even though I love Becky. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you this: as soon as Sasha lost, <laughs> that gave away that I was like, okay, well Bailey's losing later. Yeah. Oh yeah, in a match that we just randomly announced. Um, because the show only had uh, up until like Saturday or Sunday. So, uh, Sunday, four uh, up until up until Sunday, only had three announced matches. Yeah. Get the f out of here with that nonsense! Yeah, I was so angry. Yeah. I was so angry. Uh, another match that was announced: Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns defeating Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Reigns' best showing. I'm going to say this since too. Mania, or since his uh, return, stunned how well that match followed up the Hell in a Cell. I think what helped is they made that tornado tag. Had it yeah. been a regular tag, agreed. Match, By the way, tornado tag does not mean no DQ, but whatever. I'm going to forgive it. Uh, tornado tag just means you don't have to tag in and out. Yeah, it means all four men are in but at the they, same time. But they kind of just. But it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> mad about it because it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. All four guys worked really hard, and I genuinely don't think anybody came away from this looking bad. No, no I they, was worried that if Luke Harper and Eric Rowan lost, they'd look bad. 
but I didn't think they did at all. I think they still came across looking like beasts. Uh, and you know what? They can move on to whatever they're going to do next if they move away from Roman and D- Daniel Bryan, and then get all their heat back very easily. Uh, and it took like three finishers to take out uh, Harper. Yeah, so exactly. Uh, but great match. Uh, a match I thought was pretty good. Randy Orton defeating Allie. Maybe we differ on this. I mean, but, it was uh, it was I, mechanically it was good. But yeah. my thing is, there was nothing going into this match. There was no reason for it to exist. There was no drama other no. than, hey, I get to watch Orton beating up a cover again. Well, well, it was set up there in the pre-show. Yeah, but- I don't care. Don't sell me on a match on the pre-show. You've only announced three matches. You need you to know. set these things up. You had more than enough ability to set up a match ahead of time. I, I think there's more to the story with, with Orton showing some uh, respect for Ali Because usually for Ali, he doesn't get and again, respect. But- I get that. But it all would have meant more if there was a story going in. Yeah, but maybe maybe he's added to this. That, this that very easily could have right, but again, know. that could have been set up prior to this. Again, yeah. I'm not arguing with any of these points. I'm arguing they could have been done better yeah. because the match had no emotion going in, so I didn't care. Here's a match with no emotion: the Kabuki Warriors defeating, I guess, their heel style, defeating Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I don't think either of them are heels. I think it was face versus face. But with with but, but they had they a, didn't present it as a heel move. She did the spit in the face, but they didn't present but, it but as yeah, a heel. Bi Carey doing the eye poke and you know some other th- the yeah, but they never once there. addressed them like they were bad guys. But but even I thought the announcers kind of said, well, they're you know they didn't say it like they were bad guys, but they definitely show a lot more heel tendencies than they did. Oh, for sure. They definitely yeah. did. But it's like even when they did the mist, which should be a standard heel move, yeah. it was just treated like it was cool. And it was like, oh, yeah. she did blue green mist, you know? Oh, a lot of Japanese wrestlers do and that. The ref- the line, yeah, like, exactly. Oh. We go back to that and we cover for yeah. it like that. It's like, no, guys, this is supposed to be a heel yeah. move. Yeah, I can't believe she did that. Like, yeah. that, like it, they should have been the shock. I can't believe Asuka would stoop that level to win the tag team. Exactly. That would have made more sense. And again, the match was fine. I, I, but it I was, enjoyed it. Was, it. It was fine. It was, again, yeah. Fine as fine as I enjoyed it. It was okay. It was just nothing great. But I I, I thought like a good showing by Nikki, by the way. And again, no story going in. No, really. that was the problem, which was a shame. The Kabuki Warriors were were brought together when the Iconics were champion. Yeah, and they were like there was this whole thing about how they were going to dethrone the Iconics. Then the matches never happened. The Kabuki Warriors disappeared. Yeah, and then randomly we get them in a title match here. And they're now yeah. the champions. Okay, sure. Uh, speaking of randomly, the Viking Raiders and Braun Strowman. Oh, speaking of the randomly, OC. What, uh, a, what a! I mean, it was a paint by the number six man match. Yeah, it, was, it, it, was, it was. It was. It was an angle. This whole show, with the exception of the first two matches, and the last, but we'll get into that. This whole show from the from the felt like uh, an episode of Raw. Yeah, nothing uh, on it felt. Amazing. This, this part did. I, I, AJ was great after the match, you know, selling the knockout punch, which I guess yeah. they're going to. But see, that just and, seemed and, like and a Raw segment to me where he's being goofy and overselling it <sighs> and whatnot. And it's just, and it's all meant to sell the Tyson Fury thing, which, and my thing is this. I like Tyson Fury. I'm familiar with who he is. I don't know that a lot of people are. I, you know, this I, isn't I, like Mayweather coming in yeah. where people knew who Mayweather is. Boxing is not the most popular it's been in in a while, in a long time. Now Tyson Fury is an amazing dude. If you don't know who he is, go look him up. He is he is hilarious. He's got tons of charisma and he's a good boxer. Yeah, it's almost. He's like, also huge. I, yeah, <laughs> I almost kind of feel it's almost like a big show situation yeah. where it's like, well, we don't know what to do with Broad, so now he's going to do this. Yeah, which I mean, it's a spectacle match, which to a degree I get, and it means you'll be featured, and that's cool. Yeah. Somebody brought up the plausibility of, well, what are the odds he goes against Braun? Because that would be iffy. They were like, what if what if this ends up being Braun and him versus the OC or something like that? And I'm like, I could see something like that happening. Or maybe. Rowan and Harper. Yeah. Or yes, but, well, but see, I don't want Rowan and Harper to lose to a guy who's no, not a wrestler. No, exactly. 
right, uh, yeah, the twenty four seven title change hands a couple of times to me. I, you know, I, that has cooled off so much so. since Truth lost it. Yeah, and I, I hate to be that way, but it's like it's literally like they took it off Truth, and they're like, ah, who cares now? Yeah. Uh, Chad Gable defeated Baron Corbin. I thought this match was better than what it was, but the reviews I've seen were not good. See, I, I didn't. I thought it was slow and boring for the majority of it. There was no heat going in. Uh, again, more stupid short jokes. And we didn't even have the King of the Ring on the line, so there was no drama. Well, but then you had uh, Shorty Gable winning. Yeah, so. Yeah, but again, I don't. But- care this this is 50 50 booking it's he lost king of the ring so let's give him the win back here without any kind of build-up great no it, it doesn't effing well, matter they, to a guy who just got punked out by the rock and becky. and becky lynch on friday yeah okay so tons of heat going into this well he is i guess your top heel i guess i don't know no no i refuse to believe that well, he, he's the heel that you want to see get beat up. I mean, he's that guy. Uh, for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match, uh, Charlotte uh, defeating Bailey by submission. It was better than the Clash, but something felt like it was missing here. Yeah, again, emotion. It was like there was nothing really there. It was like it, it felt like it never kicked into a, to a fifth gear or anything like that. It felt very kind of there. I mean, again, nothing was bad, but it wasn't amazing. I feel like it only was better than the other one by the sheer fact that it had a finish. Yeah, yeah, and Charlotte, now you're a 10-time uh, woman's champion. I mean, so. yeah, it's cool. I mean, I'm, I, you know, but it, that doesn't excite me and again. Like, like I was hoping for years, Sasha right? and Bailey to kind of be running the women's divisions yeah. with their little group, you know, their little connection, but, I mean, that's right out the window. Yeah, they're going to go back to doing tag team. Uh, and then I didn't even want to call us the main event for the evening. doesn't deserve it. Uh, no. By the way, Mick Foley taught a ton of crap about a week or two ago, because he tweeted out that he thinks that Becky Lynch and Sasha should close the show. Should have. He caught he caught a ton of crap for that from people online who were all over him about saying the fiend needs to close the close the show. And he went back and corrected himself. He said, "You know what? After stopping and thinking about what you guys are saying, I guess you're right. The fiend is the hottest act in the company right now. It makes sense. Blah 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 blah." After I watched the main event, I tweeted out, "Hey, are we ready to apologize to Mick Foley yet about who should have closed Hell in a Cell?" Because I mean, he was right. You know, uh, he was a hundred percent right about who should have closed Hell in a Cell. Um, Seth and the Fiend. Garbage. Seth and the Fiend. The match itself. First of all, stupid red lighting. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it when Kane had it. I hate first of it all, now. it's not it's not bright enough, so no. I can barely see what's happening. Secondly, there's a red effing cage, so that makes for a great visual. Uh, thirdly, why? There was no explanation. No. It was just how it was. And if you're there watching that live, it red how li- annoyed are you? Red lights how annoyed in, are you? in concerts are really hard to see to begin with. Yeah. Like for show- and by the way, horrible for photographers. But Maybe that- that's why they did it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> but it's, it's I, I don't know what the mess was. Okay, so it's a braze. This is the match that shouldn't have happened. Because, because no, we said over and over that it, it that this is too soon. Yeah, it's too soon. Too soon. They yes. clearly they clearly agree. <laughs> they clear no, they clearly understood. Excuse me, that the fiend was the hottest act in the company, and we want to take advantage of that right now. Okay, great. Then you better be ready to go with them. Clearly, they were not. No, very clearly they were not. They booked themselves into a corner. They didn't have an exit strategy, and they gave us what is possibly the dumbest ending I've seen in. God, I don't know how long, Dave. This is a bad ending. Since last year's Hell in the Cell. <laughs> what happened to last year's? That was uh, when Brock tore the door off the cage, and then he destroyed Braun. And, uh, See, Roman. I don't know if I agree that that's the dumbest. Like, I think that was dumb. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I feel like that was disappointing. This was dumb. Like, I feel like this might have been the dumbest since the ghost. Remember that one? The, the lantern with the ghost that oh, came up or whatever yeah, with yeah. Bray Wyatt and... But yeah, or no, it was Dean kid, or whatever. Well, it was Dean against Seth. It was Dean and Seth in the yeah. cage, right? In the Hell in a Cell. And then all of a sudden the lantern appeared and 
Yeah. All of a sudden, Bray Wyatt came through the smoke and attacked Dean. Like, that was one of the dumbest things I'd seen in a very long time, and this is right up there with that. And conveniently, it also involves Bray. Why do they save these nonsense finishes for Bray? I don't know. Could have had projectors on the mat, too. And let's take out. A, let's take away the fact that they, first of all, referee stoppage. Yeah. Stupid in a Hell in a Cell match. Then they stopped it for being too brutal. Okay, it's Hell in a Cell. It and, is supposed to be brutal. And how many brutal. people have used sledgehammers in the past? Oh, uh, my God. Batista, how many times have we watched Triple H wail on people yeah. with those things for te- repeatedly? And that, so it's bad enough they stop it like that, right? It's bad enough they do that. But then, but in addition to that, you had Seth do like 15 stomps. You had him do a pedigree. You had him do chair shots. Yeah. You had him, do, I mean, literally everything. And the Fiend is kicking out at one. At one. Yeah. That is an asinine level of quote unquote protection because if he's that strong and he can kick out at one, the ref never should have stopped the match. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when he's done all of that, it's Seth gets the sledgehammer. All of a sudden, the rest like, wait, that's too far. And you're like, okay, so wait, now we have a problem? Yeah. Um, idiotic. Then he does the thing, and they, they, oh, we're stopping the match. So he's laying there. What I would have loved to have seen, okay, I would have at least been entertained by this. The cage doesn't go up. The EMTs come out. They go to tend to Bray. Uh, they're getting him on the gurney. Exactly like it happened. He snatches Seth with the mandible claw, puts him down. And he wins. Yeah, yeah. At least that would have seemed conniving on the Fiend's part. But this was stupid because he lost the match as a result and then was clearly fine because he popped right up and grabbed Seth with the Man of Claw and then laid him out with with a couple more of, what do they call him, Sister Abigail on the floor. It was just such a stupid finish. It did nothing for anybody. Doesn't help Seth at all. Seth got booze. I mean, the finish got booze. Well, he got booze during the match because it, yeah. it was, you know, curb stop, curb stop, curb yeah. stop. He was Roman Reigns-ing it up in there. And it was really, to see, how much, to see how much he's been cooled off as a result of this horrible booking is really disappointing. Because at one point, he was a hot, hot act in this company. And he has cooled off so much. And now The Fiend, thanks a lot for that, WWE. Wow, yeah. You guys have really done your best to suck the special out of that now. Um this all culminated in the crowd chanting one thing at them that, I, you know what, they freaking deserved after that finish. They got a loud and they got a proud AEW chant. Yeah. And that is not what they wanted to hear. I'm no, sure of it. No. Because I heard, I heard a couple because it was like restart uh, you the know, match. Yeah. There was, you Which know, does not, I saw somebody write this, does not roll off the tongue. No. That's hard to <laughs> chant. And yeah. they did. Yeah. But it's like, you know. Look, they chanted AEW. We're gonna we'll take a break. That's yeah. our thoughts on the pay per view. What do you got to give it out of ten? Uh, you know what? Uh, not counting the last match, I, I was gonna give it a high mark. Yeah, which, which is gonna be like like a seven and a half eight, but I, I'm I'm going to a five because the yeah, know, I'm with you. You you had I'm one with of the you. greatest Hell in the Cell matches of all time. Yeah, at the beginning of the show, and you yeah. had the worst Hell in the Cell maybe since Taker Boss Man. I don't know. It sucked. Maybe. And uh, I, hate, I hate to say that in wrestling when we talk about the show, but that sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm right there with you. So I agree. Uh, failing marks for WWE for this yeah. show. Um, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna discuss Premier Week from last week and including AEW and why WWE might need to be a little worried. Yeah. Miss an episode of ESPR? Find previous episodes and interviews with WWE superstars like Seth Rollins. Do you miss doing the curb stop? I love that move. Oh yeah, we all did. The Miz. Well, it is the most must-see podcast of all time, isn't it? Yes. It's the best one. It's the most must-see. It's awesome. It's, what is it, eat, sleep, repeat, Uh, something, another thing? Who cares? Who cares? It's amazing. Just search ESPR 
on all your major podcast apps. And we're back. Thank you for joining us in episode 119 of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, I'm Sean, that's Dave. And now we've given you our thoughts on Hell in a Cell. What the Hell in a Cell, I guess is what we should call that. That's <laughs> yeah. the name of the episode. What the Hell in a what Cell. What the Hell is in that cell? Um, with this now, we're going to take a look at Premiere Week. We wanted to kind of give it its own episode, but really at this point, this ties because of the AEW chant at the end of that, that yeah. horrible finish to the Cell match. We figured, you know, we're going to talk about it here because it needs to be talked about in, in, this, in this regard. So Premiere Week was last week. We got the season premiere of Raw. We got SmackDown moving to Fox. We got NXT debuting full-time, you know, both hours on USA. And we got the premiere of AEW Dynamite. Okay? I watched all of them. It was exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot to watch, man. It was I, a I, lot I, I, to I'd watch. I'd take a break. Um, it, but I will say this. I was more excited about wrestling in that one week than I have been in a very long time. And a lot of people, we talked about good time to be a wrestling fan. Those are the winners. Even AEW tweeted out, like, yeah, we won the ratings over NXT, which is not a surprise, by the way. No, but you know what? The, the number they won by is pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, because I think it was, what, a 1.4 or 1.4 million over, like, 800,000 or something like that? Something like that. But, that's, but, uh, that's a pretty substantial uh, whooping. To put on them in their debut thing, where they don't think as AEW is any real competition. But, you know, but but a lot more recognizable names to the ca- maybe a casual wrestling fan. Oh, oh, Cody or Chris. Oh, Jericho, I mean, agreed, yeah. agreed uh, to to a degree. Yeah, to um, some extent. I mean, not like like. Um, but I, and I'm guys. not surprised they got that number. I think WWE would be surprised they got that number yeah. over NXT. And one thing that's concerning is NXT's debuted around I think it was a 1.1 million or something like that, yeah. and they've steadily gone down since then. And I'm like, ooh, that's not great. As a sign. Now again, it's not it's not an overnight thing. This could turn around in the next few weeks, months, whatever. But it's just it's not awesome that they start off on that kind of downward yeah. slide. Yeah. Which is a bummer because I, I I will tell you right now, if we're talking about WWE programming, I enjoyed NXT more than the other two shows last week. And we'll start with Raw. Raw looked new, sounded new. I'm gonna talk about the cosmetic changes first. I like the new set. Like it a lot. Yes, yes. Like the new intro video, I like that too. Skill. Love that the pyro's back. Big fan of that. And I like the announce team. Yes, they've got some polishing to work on stuff. They need to, cl- to they're new together. Yeah, they'll figure that out. But I like them as a whole so far. Um, I think King is doing a good job in his role, and I think that that Vic, Vic Joseph, right? Isn't that his name? I believe so. Um, I think Vic Joseph is doing a good job as the play-by-play guy uh, at this point. He again learning his footing on the main roster. I think he's doing a good job as well with with Monday Night Raw. I think at this point. The future of it, I'm excited about because it's fresh voices on there. Dio Madden as well. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fresh voices, and that's needed at this point for the overhaul of the show. So I will say all those things combined, I liked that about Raw. Now that being said, the rest of it felt like Raw. It, it did. I mean, the opening was great with Brock and uh, and Rey Mysterio and Dominic. That was oh, brutal. that was the best part of the show. Yeah, that was yeah. the best Brock Lesnar segment in years. Uh, the Hogan Flair thing, I miss TV. Eh. Uh, it was just. It was fine for the live crowd, but on TV it didn't do anything. No, for me. no, and it was just a setup for whatever they're doing at Halloween. Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel. Yeah. Um, I mean, match wise, I mean, you know, it's nice seeing Cesaro on there. Uh, Bobby Lashley coming back with. Lana. We got a bait and switch on Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, which I hate. They've been doing that a lot lately. There was, um, a, lot, there was a lot of Seth in that show, which was. Oh my god, there was, was a lot much. of Seth, and so few of it was so little of it was any good. Yeah. Um, and they never addressed him cowering like a baby. No, from no. the never. It just okay. But we're going to put him all over the show. Yeah. So then he's out there for this Flair Hogan thing, and Randy Orton comes out, and so it looks like we're going to get Randy Orton versus uh, the, the teams, yeah. Seth. 
Uh, okay, oh, that, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. That right, doesn't yeah. happen because they're team captains of the two teams. But so that match doesn't happen because randomly he gets attacked by uh, Baron Corbin and um, – help me out. I lost the name here. Uh, oh, no, I guess it was just Baron Corbin. Baron so Baron Corbin, Corbin yeah, and, Baron and Corbin. Uh, Randy Orton were beating him up. Yeah. And then Rusev comes out and makes That's the save. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rusev. Sure, I'm, I'm glad he's back. He looks good. He's in good shape. He's yeah. lost to drop some weight. Looks good. Mustache is a little weird, yeah, but yeah, whatever. The face. Yeah, face. Um, but, yeah, so, okay, cool. So now all of a sudden it's turned into Seth versus Rusev. Why? I don't. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Because okay. you had the set of the next. Sure. Night. I don't care. The the so I'm surprised we didn't just turn into a tag match then. So the point then being sense. that you get Rusev out there with Seth. We have a match that's okay. It never really gets going as far as getting really hot. I mean, it's okay. And then Bobby Lashley shows back up, and he makes out with Lana, who he brings out. So do we just get a non-finish is kind of how it seemed? It's just kind of, again, another non another yeah. crappy non-finish in a Seth match. Um, I, I will say this. The, the making out thing got a lot of eyes yeah, for them. They, they got a lot of attention, so I guess that's good. But, guys, I got to tell you, if this is the if this is what I have to look forward to under the Paul Heyman regime, I'm not looking forward to it anymore. And I'm not sure how much control he has over it, but I do know that at least – Within the last couple of weeks, there was a show that was all Paul Heyman because because uh, Vince wasn't there. Yeah, it was all Paul Heyman, and none of these shows have been great. So I uh, I don't uh, I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Yeah, I don't <laughs> but know. Raw not great, my opinion. Weakest show of the week last right, week. Right. SmackDown. We'll move on to that real quick. Uh, so again, cosmetic changes. I like it. The set looks different than Raw, and that made me happy that, right off the bat. That is big. I mean, that's why. Yeah, I used to like it years ago with the big fist. So it, it looked completely different. Uh, Becky kicked things off. You got Baron. You got The Rock. Fun segment. I enjoyed the segment. Well, and real quick, I want to say I liked Cole and Graves. Yes, uh, as a team now. This is the only show that gets a two man team. Yeah, for some weird yeah, reason, which but, is which is good. Which, but I like it. It's a, yeah. it makes it different than the other shows, which is good. I like that. Um, yes, you're right, Becky. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Becky, uh, Baron, The Rock. Uh, kick. I thought it was a fun, fun segment. opening segment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Baron's a goon at this point. Yeah. He means nothing, and that's part of the problem. Yeah, but it worked for what it was. Made yeah. the crowd happy. Becky got a good rub. Yeah, you know she, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're out there with the biggest, you know, the you know, biggest one of movie the biggest, star. Yeah. yeah, the biggest movie star, one of the biggest stars in wrestling ever. Yeah, yeah. So you you know, you know, she's she she's the star. She's the star yeah. of the show. Um, you know, uh, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon and the match The match was pretty good. The yeah, match was yeah. pretty good. Uh I'm glad it ended the right way. No chicanery, no yeah, nonsense. Exactly. It ended the right way. Now we'll see if Shane's gone long enough for this to matter. Yeah, it's weird because I thought this was gonna be a hell in the cell match. I was like, Oh wait, this is tonight, you know. <laughs> But it made sense because they loaded up the show. They did. Uh, I mean, you had a meaningless, you know, eight-man tag match. Um, the lumberjack I mean, match. All that was stuff's kind of it was fine. Yeah, it was whatever. Lumberjack match was. Let's fun. get to the real thing that mattered, and that was at the end of the night. Uh, oh my gosh. The WWE title match and the main event of the evening. Oh, it's over. Um, yeah. <laughs> it took you a long the bell say. rings. Kofi charges Brock. Which actually, I'm going to say this right now. Okay. This makes a little bit of sense in the sense that this, if you, and you have to follow MMA to understand this. Brock Lesnar was the UFC heavyweight champion. He charged Cain Velasquez when he was doing title, when he's in title yeah. defense, like a crazy person, and ended up being beaten painfully quick as a result. Um, so Kofi kind of did the same thing: ran and jumped at him and charged him, and was beaten painfully quick as a result. Now, what happens after the match? Of course, it's like, oh my god, really? Yeah. All of a sudden, Rey Mysterio's music hits. Here's Rey in a sling. By the way, I hope that's a I hope that's a working injury and not a legit injury. And uh, he's got Cain Velasquez with him, the guy who beat Brock Lesnar, and who was a dominant UFC heavyweight fighter. 
uh, who he's coming out now to get him some of Brock Lesnar. You know, you know it's weird in that situation. I mean, I, I remember the guy, but I kind of forgot who this guy was. Yeah. Uh, but, like, to the casual fan, like, when Ronda Rousey came out. You knew who like, she was. You knew who she was, and she had the graphics and the music already. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy's coming out. If I'm there, I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Cause, oh, you know, and it's possibly that, that that's a lot of people probably had that that mindset. Like, are you looking forward I to think, this more? Or, or, I think it depends on what they do with it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say probably Crown Jewel. I'm looking forward to it a little bit simply because it's it's interesting to see Brock in a situation where he has to sell being scared. You know, it's yeah. interesting to see that as a different a different thing. Um, I'm interested to see what they do because it can't be the standard match at this point. You can't be a standard Brock squash. No, no. So I'm interested to see what they do in that. So they do have my interest in that regard. Um, and I think they're very capable, if they if they can work out something with UFC, they're very capable of putting together a video package that remind, that fills you in on who Kane is and why yeah, Brock should yeah. be afraid. That They need to do that to the casual fan. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So I, I, I do. they have my interest at least so far. We'll see what happens in the follow-up. Uh, is Kofi buried? I mean, I mean, what, no, what, what, I don't think he's buried. Let's be honest. His title reign was never hot. I mean, he won the title, and it steadily declined from there. Yeah, I mean, he he had um, a great match. Um, I, he did an interview on like on like WWE's YouTube channel. Yeah, and where he like, talked about his his reaction to losing like he's, that. He's like, I got to go back and watch the tape, and I'm like, what tape? He did say there's not very much of it. <laughs> yeah, my issue with that was he was a little too happy go lucky about losing the title. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want to see like. There's this thing where they have tweets from all the WWE superstars trying to build Kofi back up after that loss. Yeah, and that's that cool, nice. but only if Kofi's selling that he's really upset about this, yeah. and he's not. No. So no. I don't. I Xavier and Big E are selling they're more upset about it than yeah, Kofi. Yeah. So I'm not sure that I, I. People are like, "Oh, Kofi deserves better," and it's like, I, you know, does any? I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I, th- I can't remember it was Austin or somebody said at one point that like, no, I think it might have been Jim Ross who said like, nobody deserves. Anything. It's just tell a story, and you're a yeah. part of that story. You you tell you tell your part of the story, regardless of what that means. Um, and yeah, it would have been nice to see Kofi have a, a better match on his way out. Yeah, I mean, we we knew what the end result was going to be, unless there was some shenanigans. You know, he's going to get. You know, I would have just liked to see like he goes for the trouble in paradise. He misses, and right. they got the F five. I would have liked to have seen something like that. It seemed like he jumped on his back. I would have liked to have seen something like that as well. I think they, I think they were doing a play on how Brock lost the UFC heavyweight yeah. championship. I think that's what they were going for. But again, like you said, the casual fan doesn't know that. No. And I think it was also to make sure we understood how dominant Brock is. And it's like, all right, we get it. We get yeah. it. He's dominant. Great. This is a thing lately with them. Oh, this overdoing it with these these strong characters. Like yeah. the overdoing it. Like we said, kicking out at one at Hell in a Cell after all that crap. And Brock with these squashes. And it's just, it's too much at a certain point. You're, yeah. you're, you're, he's up against your elite level guys. Why is he, yeah. he, he shouldn't be walking through all of them. Exactly. You know? All right. Uh, so, anyways, jump to uh, NXT. Let's jump to NXT. Oh. NXT was good. Kicked off with Riddle versus Cole. What a match! What a match! Uh, fantastic. And, and done in a way I like it because of this with the spots and how it was done. I mean, it did have some big spots, but it was the pacing was good. Right. And, and that that's always a challenge for some of those matches that go thirty minutes. And you're like, well, well I we think part of the issue was they were on TV in a two hour show, yeah. so they were pressed for time, so they're trying to shorten it but up. A I, bit. But if not their best match. Oh, it's fantastic. They proved uh, that, why they're two of the best yeah, guys. Yeah, if, if not their in best match in NXT, that, that's definitely near the top of the list. Um, I mean, that was really, really good. Um, and you had Finn Balor show up afterwards, kind of reestablishing himself on NXT, which is cool. I'm glad about that because he had nothing to do on the main roster. No, he did. He's been wasted there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really glad to see him back in NXT now where he means a little more. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I really like Valentin Dream with a nice promo. Yeah, yeah no, uh, we're introducing uh, him to the USA uh, audience. Yeah. I get that. That's good. Uh, Jeremy Gargano doing what he does. Mm, Shane Thorne, yep. Yeah. Um, Shayna Baszler, I, I, I thought looking good against Candice. It Candace, was a good match. There was a good match between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, Candice has... Some people groan so, and roll their eyes every time Shayna wins, but I love it because oh, he's, she's held yeah, on to that title yeah. forever and she's been a workhorse of that division. Yeah. And eventually she will lose. I think she's going to lose to uh, Dakota Kai, who's returned from injury recently. Yeah. I think that's who's going to beat her. Because remember, that was the one she was bullying and was so terrified yeah. of her. I think that was the plan before she got injured. Yeah. Um, and then you had the, I, I thought, a decent tag. By Pete Dunne, uh, then you had a decent tag match with the Undisputed Pete Dunne was good. Don't you slander his name. I'm not Pete Dunne. Yeah. No, Pete Dunne's I love Pete Dunne. Yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. Bastard. But I, I do like. He got attacked by uh, Damian Priest. We yeah, should point um, that out. The, the, who, what's, what's Walter's like group called? Oh. Because um, the promo was like. Oh, okay. Like, like I just because I know because they were on the week before, right? But, uh, but man, like that presentation of those guys, like, is is so well done, and I'm glad that at least you they're, they're you it's going to work out well for them. They're called Imperium, by the way. Okay, Th- I think that's going to work out for them down the road, and yeah. I don't know if it's going to be with the Undisputed Air or whatever else, but. I would love to see them against the Undisputed Era. Ho- that would be fantastic. Crap. Oh, they're great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, yes, the tag match was good between them and... Um, Street Profits. Street Profits, thank you. But not that bad showing with Street Profits. And I say, it's like, you know, they get a little support from Wale and stuff. I, I, I It was the Street nice. Profits and um, uh, Kushida, right? Well, this regular, Wasn't it a six-man? No, it was a regular cha- championship match that the uh, Undisputed Era retained. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about... Uh, I was talking about Imperium. Because didn't Imperium have a match? Uh, they not not this past week. No, I thought no. they did for some reason. No, no, they were, I guess the week before. Then they had the. Uh, You're right. I'm the, getting they, my weeks they, confused. They, they yes. cut the promo because confused. of the attack. Yeah. Okay, so yes, it was a good match. Uh, You're right between the Street Profits and the Undisputed Era. Rumor has it, uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly got hurt. We'll see if that's a serious thing or not. Hopefully not. But again, good show. Good show overall. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa. Tomasa Ciampa coming back out at that the end nice. and reestablishing nice. himself in the main event scene. Yes. So all of a sudden, the main event scene in NXT is crowded. And uh, NXT, I'm going to say right now, NXT, the best show of the week for me for uh, WWE programming, followed closely by SmackDown just because it did have a lot of, I enjoyed a lot of the changes. and A lot of the stuff on there was good. Yeah. Uh, Raw was the worst. Now to a wholly different thing, completely different, something altogether new, AEW Dynamite on TNT. I watched it. I'm going to tell you right now, I loved it. Was it a perfect show? No. It was not a perfect show. Well, production elements could be different. Production elements could be different, but the, it still looked like a big-time show. Yeah. It lo- and I'm going to tell you right now, I never realized what a difference it was going to make. And I saw somebody else say this, too. I wasn't the only one who felt this way. I never realized what a difference it was going to make seeing NXT in full sale and then seeing AEW in an arena. That was a huge difference. But, it made a but, huge but, It automatically made AEW come off more big league. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I, don't, I love NXT. Um, but AEW automatically visually came off more big league. What I think, what, what, I love their intro by the way, with all the color and everything. I think yeah. it's really good. I think it's it's it catches your eye, makes you want to pay attention. Um, but, I think there's a lot to like there production wise. But but I think with NXT because of where they are, and you think of the cost. I mean, oh, for sure, I understand the logic. You know, you know. but but, yeah. but you are right. I mean, yeah. I, did, I didn't know like some newer graphics when they're in the ring, and there's a yeah. little bit more. You know, they did. The okay. difference is that at the end of the day, I mean, whatever choices you make, that's fine. But these are the results of yeah. them. And I, but I enjoyed the production side of AEW Dynamite. I like the three man team of Excalibur, Shivani, and Ross. I think they're good. They polish it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But for their first outing, thought they were really good together. Yeah, Excalibur yeah. is knowledgeable. He knows everything that's going on in there. Uh, Jim Ross still good at telling stories, and Shivani works as a great bridge between the two guys. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed all three men's roles. So I'm looking forward to that. Kick the show off with the right match: Cody versus uh, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. 
watch it if you haven't. It was really, really good. Really good. Yeah, and, and, and Cody fighting a high flyer, you mm-hmm. know, which is great because it's not always like He's done style. that before. He yeah. fought uh, Darby Allen, and, I mean, he's done this before, but he's proved he can wrestle different kinds of guys, yeah. and that's an important deal. Jericho jumps him after, good beat down brawl uh, to make Jericho get him some heat and make him look like a real a-hole, which is kind of the goal. Um, you had other good stuff on here. Riho and Nyla Rose to become the inaugural AEW Women's Champion. Took a few minutes to get going, but once they did, fantastic. And the way they've been treating Rose prior to that, I was kind of surprised by the outcome. Oh, yeah. I, I you thought Riho was going to yeah, – yeah, yeah, you thought that she was just going to get She's fed to Rio. the monster, yeah. But she ends up winning, and it ends up being a really, really good match that people need to go watch. Uh, MJF, probably the top heel they have, right? Prime, or one of the top? He's one of the top, I'd say. Jericho's probably the top heel they have. But I, yeah. I would say he's definitely one of the top heels. Um, but he's uh, he's great. He gets some mic time talking some S to Brandon Cutler, who he's going to basically squash. It was kind of a clunky match, not perfect everywhere, but you know what? It served its purpose. And against weekly television, this is what we're going to get now, and I'm okay with that. Now, I, I don't know what we're going to get for AEW this week, but, I mean, they did load that show, and you got Pac def, uh, defeating a Hangman. Right, and which, Page. again, you're telling the story there with Hangman now on a loot, and now he, he got to the point where he was going to challenge for the title, and now what does he do? Yeah. You know, because now he's the skid has started on him. Um Maybe he bought into his own hype, and that was the problem at that point. But uh, a good match. Go go watch it. Good match. Pac establishing himself. Uh, another couple wins. I'm sure he'll be in line for a title shot. Yeah. And, and a guy that maybe needs to reestablish himself, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, I feel like the Kenny Omega thing is by design. I think. You think so? uh, yeah, he's been. He was the talk of the talk of the wrestling world for a couple of years, and I feel like their idea here. And Kenny's involved in all this. I mean, they, these guys have more control over their stuff. I feel like the talk here, or the the, the story here, is is Kenny maybe's lost that spark, you know. And and while we've seen that storyline not work before with other guys, it, we've seen it in WWE especially. We got to remember this is a new company. We don't know how these guys are going to book this. This could work out beautifully. Might be a disaster, but could work out beautifully. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, Chris Jericho's uh, partners, by the way, were Santana and Ortiz. LAX. Yeah, they were LAX uh, in, yeah. in TNA or in Impact, and now they're uh, now they're or or just Ortiz and, and Santana. And I don't want like you know we we disagree on a lot of things today, different things, but this it just the Omega thing just really shocks me because a, a guy. Who, but I think that was the point because you expected you know, a certain thing, so you're like, no, we're going to do it differently. Like when Shinsuke comes in, like I don't expect a guy like to roll over everybody because mm-hmm. some, sometimes guys are treated that way. But if you're a guy like me, it was like I never really got to see Omega wrestle much other than like maybe the Jericho match or whatever. And I heard these things, and right. I'm like, well, I'm not. Being blown away now, yeah. I, I don't know if that's going to change over time. You know, like- um, I, it should. I mean, I think he's going to. I think the idea being that he's going to start getting his his winning ways back, and he's going to find. You know, he's going to become Kenny Omega again, the cleaner. You know, the, and I think that'll be the idea. Um, again, I think the they they thought that everybody was expecting Kenny to be presented in a certain way, and they're not going to do that because I think part of their goal also is that the Young Bucks right now are pretty much poised to be the top tag team in the brand. Yeah. Uh, Cody is clearly the top babyface in the brand. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they wanted to position Kenny so strongly as well because they're all the guys who run the company. They're all the vice presidents and this, that, and the other thing. So I think the idea being that we can't all be at the top of the you know the pinnacle and, and getting wins over everybody and because then it's going to look like we're just booking ourselves into, into to good spots. No, no, in that match, I mean, it's a little different because, I mean, uh, Moxley well, came out. Right away, you know, Moxley comes out and takes out uh, um, Omega, so. Omega and they fall to the back where he gets put through a glass table, which was woof. Yeah. But one thing I got to say is, hey, ref, why did you DQ them when Moxley attacked yeah. Omega? I feel like that should have been a DQ, but whatever. Um, it was chaos. I wish they'd have given us a little reason for that. That's a minor gripe on my part. Um we got to see the Bucks kind of fight from underneath for a while against three three guys. 
Uh, eventually they lose, as they, as they rightfully should have, yeah. um, to Chris Jericho and Ortiz and Santana. And Is it Santana? Am I saying it right? Yeah, Santana. Okay. Yeah. I, for some reason, I feel like I'm saying it wrong every time. Um, then and then he, we get a, we proceed to get a, a melee that just breaks all down. Cody comes out, goes after uh, uh, Chris Jericho. Then um, Sammy Guevara comes back out, and he kicks Cody in a hoo-ah. <laughs> and then uh, Dustin Rhodes comes out to help his brother, yeah. to which then um, uh, we get the return of Jack Swagger, yeah. or now as he's known, Jake Hager, yeah. who attacks... Um, who, who attacks Gold Dust or Dustin Rhodes? Yeah, he did the Spinebuster on uh, a big slam Dustin, on him, yeah. and uh, I mean, he looks good. He is undefeated in MMA right now. I know they're pushing that big, so we'll see what route they go yeah, down he, there. He's been getting some attention with that because of his background, and so, it's weird to hear him talk without the. Uh, I'm just interested that this is a stable now: Ortiz, Santana, Guevara, uh, Hager, and Jericho. I'm interested if they've established a stable. It'd be it'd be kind of cool to see them have a stable, yeah, set up already. Um, but we'll see, I guess. It was a big beatdown. It was a prolonged beatdown. Puts a lot of heat on the heels. And I guess we'll we'll see where that goes next this week, technically, on the new on the new episode of AEW Dynamite. And, and hats off to Jake Hager, too, because I always liked the guy. He wasn't always treated the best, but I always enjoyed him. And, and this is good for him. I'm hoping I'm hoping he he this is the spot where he takes off. I'm yeah. really hoping for it. Um Overall, I enjoyed the show. Uh, if I have to pick a favorite show from last week, it was Dynamite just because it was so different. I felt like it, it looked good, it felt good, and it felt refreshing. Okay, now comes the challenge. I'm going to ask you this. Right. Yes. Because, okay, now they got the first one done. Yeah. Now they have to do this every week. Oh, I know. Can and you're right. This? You're right. I don't know. You know I hope so. Supposedly, these guys have their storylines planned. Each storyline is planned out at least six months. Okay. They, they said... That they're writing these stories six months to a year out. And so the idea being that they know where they're going for at least the next six months on this stuff. So it's like, okay, well, they've got a plan then. So the production stuff is just that's that's you learn that and you do it as you go. And that's that's, over time. Yeah. And I mean, already it was still good. Yeah. It was still really good. So I'm not saying that they're not good at it already. It'll just polish itself as it goes. Yeah. That's that's learning the what you're doing and, and getting a routine and sticking to it. As far as the storyline stuff, the big thing there is just making sure you know what you're going to do week to week. Because yeah, what worked for NXT before they mm-hmm. started doing this was that you know they could tape a month's worth of shows, and then they could fill all the storyline stuff with videos every week. They could make adjustments on the fly. I mean, the problem was you know nowadays when somebody gets hurt, and it's like you wouldn't know about it. You know, I would like to arc. see a few things like that for some of the guys on this brand. They're pretty much treating it like you know who most of the guys are already. Yeah, but I would like to see a few video packages here and there. You know, show me why I hate MGF. MJF. Show me why I love Kenny Omega. Show me why I love the Young Bucks. Like, like, show me, yeah, some stuff to 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 really get me it, it, well, involved. It, maybe with this. they may not be able to use the footage, but maybe maybe it's just more interviews, or maybe yeah, it, that, it, I would it, say it, interviews it, it, it would be packages better. Yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, the vignettes. I mean, like we would always bring a new guy in. And yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah. coming, and you know, here's Razor Ramon. It's like, you expect me to pay for this? Uh, you know, get out of here. You know, kind of stuff. Just how many is you gonna recite before we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so, no, I agree with you. I think it'd be nice to see some stuff to kind of remind us why who these guys are and why we care. Yeah. But uh, overall, uh, I, w- I was pleased with the week of wrestling. I was excited. It was good. It's, and and it was it's lingered over. I'm still excited for this week to see what yeah. happens. Yeah. So that's good. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. We said it last week. Except for the big thud that uh, last night we got. At the end that of the was so. awful. Let's hope that they had to, they they learn from the reaction to that and move on. Man, I, I Let's hope. How are they going to start raw? I don't know. We'll find out. You know, we'll I mean, find I mean, out. I mean, Hopefully, you're listening to this before Raw yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's going to come out. Do you go the Becky Raw. route because it's safer, or do you go the Seth route and get the crowd like poop on you? I mean, I don't know. Do? At this point, I don't know. So. All right. All right. Well, that's it this week, episode 119. Uh, 
Thank you for joining us. Again, make sure you get in touch with us, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99, and email us, ESPR at FM99.com. And, and we don't have time to go through them, but we did have a lot of comments on um, on from the pay-per-view and from wrestling yep. and stuff. We will we'll, we'll get to a bunch of it next week. So. Yeah, thank you. Hey, and, whatever you, you guys get it into us next week, we, if you send us enough content, it'll just be a mailbag show. Yeah. So you yeah. guys get it into us, and we'll uh, we'll go through it. And uh, until next week, just remember to uh, eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Yeah.